So our name is Hashem Daf Membez, and we'll begin at the very top, the Mishnah, a classic Nidarim Mishnah, classic Nidarim Sugya, and it's actually going to bring up, we're going to tie in a Gemara, the Mishnah later, Hashutvin, in the next parak to really try to understand this. But first let's read the Mishnah, we'll go through the first step of the Gemara, and then we'll try to be machalic in this. So the Mishnah starts, Hamudar Hana Mechaveroi Lefnei Shviyas. So a person, Asers, okay, now, the way that Mepharshim explained this is we're talking about the perspective of the Madir, meaning, again, Ruvain says to Shimon, you cannot have Hana Lefnei, and he does this before, before Shemitah, Lefnei Shviyas. So Ruvain says to Shimon, you may not have Hana from my fields, okay, referring to the uh, it's general Hana, but specific that we're discussing in our Mishnah here is the fields and the way the Mepharshim explained it, the trees of the fields, that the Lefnei Shviz, so he can't go to his field, so he can't go into his field, because Mudr Hana, okay, and he can't eat from the Noitos. The Noitos are the fruits, so even though they're not in Ruvain's property proper, they're leaning, Noitos means they're leaning, they're hanging over on the side of the road, but the trees belong to Ruvain. So Shimon's not allowed to eat from those. So Uva Shviyas. And during Shviyas, And we're going to have to understand this. The way we're going to, and the Ran really clues us in here, that this, this is a separate case. In the first case, he was Mudr Hana before Shviyas, right? It was Lifnei Shviyas. The, the nether was made before Shviyas. And what we're saying is, so he made another before Shvius, he can't eat the fruits afterwards. Uva Let's say he made the neder during Shemitah. So you're right, that Shimon can't go to Ruvain's field. However, Shimon can eat from the noitos, the fruits. Why? Because... During Shemitah, the fruits are hefker, okay? So if he made the nether before, and I'll include the topic of our sugi is going to be, what happens if he made the nether before, before Shemitah? So the, his fields and specific, the fruits, that's what we're focused on, are going to be, are going to be usher before Shemitah. They're also going to be usher, we have to discuss this potentially, on Shemitah as well. Mikayach the nether that came before, that came before Shemitah. However, everyone's going to agree that if you make the nether during Shemitah, when you don't own the fruits of the trees, okay? So then, yes, the nether will be chal, and the Chiddush says the Ran is that the nether will be chal, even though your whole nether, the full force of your nether is in chal, the nether will be chal in regards to the land, even though it's not going to apply on the fruits of the trees, because it's during Shemitah, and therefore, their fruits are hefker, they're not berishus, the... Madir, the person who's making the neder, they're not Berushus, the person making the neder, to aser them, or to hainu. in our case, they're not Berushus, Ruvain, to aser them on Shimon. Okay? So we're clear. Now, again, what we're going to discuss is what, this concept of he made the neder before Shemitah, when it was in his Rishus. Again, the Peiris that grew during Shemitah were not in his Rishus, but the Elon... Okay, and the kayach that's going to produce the way the Mepharshim Achorin explained, the kayach that's going to produce the fruits during Shemitah, that is 
in his possession at the time he made the nether. Now, what happens during Shemitah when the Paris are now Hefker? And when the Paris are Hefker, so do we say that the nether continues even though the Paris are no longer in his Rishas or not? And that's going to be the topic. What happens after he, similar case, he sells to somebody else, he gives it to somebody else, the person dies. Does the nether remain in effect afterwards? Okay, now, just one case that we're really not going to discuss in the Gemara at all, but Michael, um, <clears throat> so if he is, he makes a nether on just a Michael, right? Just, just the food, meaning just the fruits. It's not a mother hana like the first case where both it's going to be nichlal, he's going to be usher in everything, meaning Shimon's going to be usher to have any hana from Ruvain at all. The Haimu, we're talking the difference here, the nafkamina is the field. So, so then, again, Ruvain just said that Shimon can't eat. But there's no reason why Shimon can't go stroll in his fields. It's only that he can't eat. So again, he would be able to eat because the, uh, if he made the nether during Shvius, during Shemitah, so the nether does not take effect because the fruits are not considered in Ruvain's Rishos. So now the Gemara is going to bring Zak the Gemara. Gemara is going to bring a Machlaikis here. And we're going, to try to, we're going to try to say that this Machlaikis is on this Etzem point. Meaning we said, what's the point of the Mishnah that we need to discuss? He made the nether before Shemitah. When the fruits are, or the fruits or the trees or whatever is the, the Kayach, okay, is Bereshusai. Now comes Shemitah. And the fruits are no longer, now they're hefker. Will the nether remain in effect or not? So, Ravashmol, the Amri Taivayhu, Nechasai Elu Alecha, okay, or, so the Bach changes it to Nechasai, Nechasai Alecha, and what we really have to discuss, just to kind of clue into the sugya here, is there is going to be, it's going to be a Lashain issue at the end. Doesn't when you what what did you say? Did you say nechasim elu or did you say nechasai? Did you say that my stuff is usher to you? I mean, did Ruvain say my things are usher to you, or did he say these things are usher to you? And is there a difference after Ruvain no longer owns them whether the isser remain in effect? So at this point, again, just because the girsa bach the bach changes it to nechasai alecha, but lemaskana it's going to be nechasim elu alecha. Okay, so it, but at this right now at this step in the Gemara we're not we're not differentiating. Okay, so he said nechasai alecha lifnei shviyas ein yer l'teich sadehu ve'ena oichel men anaytais. So if he makes the nether before shvi before shmita he can't go. Meaning Shimon Ruvain asserted Shimon before shmita isra hana. So Shimon lifnei shviyas ein yer l'teich sadehu ve'ena oichel men anaytais afal pishi igi shviyas. Now even when shmita comes. The Isser remains in effect. The Im is Nadar. However, if Ruvain only made the Neder on Shemitah, so that, then, it's true that we can't go into his fields. However, okay, so Rav and Shmuel say that you made the Neder before Shemitah when the Perois or the Ilanois were in the Rishos of the, of Ruvain's Rishos and the Rishos of the Madir. Now comes Shemitah. The, the Isser remains on Shimon, on those Perois, remains in effect. And he's, Shimon cannot eat the fruits, even though they're now officially Hefker. Okay, Shimon, there was an Isser on them from when Shimon owned them. Okay, and we said, like I said, the Mepharshim explained, I just want to say that again. It's, we can't be talking about the fruits because the fruits are going to depend. And when Shviya starts, those fruits 
are Shemitah fruits, right? So he has to say that it's the Ilonois and the Kayach that produces the fruits. That's what Ruvain owned before Shemitah that is now producing the, the fruits on Shemitah. Okay, so they're going to argue, Damri Tarvayu, Nechasai Alecha, if he said, my nechassim are asra on you before Shemitah, okay, again, before Shemitah, Ruvain says to Shimon, all my things are asra to you. So then, of course, he can't go, he can't go before Shemitah and eat from the fruits of, Shimon can't go to Ruvain's field and eat from his fruits. However, he shvias, if once Shemitah comes around, it's true that he can't go, Shimon can't go into his field, okay, so it seems on the outset, that there is a machlekes, lema bahaka miflegi. What's the machlekes over here? Like we said, this is the point we have to work out in our mission. Lema bahaka miflegi, the ravishmol savri, adam oiser davar shebarushusai, afilu lecheshe yatsa merushusai. That rav and shmol hold that when I make a nether, that nether remains into, in effect even after it leaves my rishus. Rav yechanan reishlaker savri, ain adam oiser davar shebarushusai, lecheshe yatsa merushusai. Okay, so at this point, it seems quite simple. There's a machlekes. Again, we're not getting into the Lashon at this point. At this point, it's a machlekes. I make the nether before Shemitah. During Shemitah, the fruits are not going to be mine. They're going to be hefker. Does that nether remain in effect? Okay? Now, same, ostensibly, that would be the same machlekes if I make a nether now, and then I sell it. I sell my, the, I, the object. I sell, something to, I sell something of mine to somebody else. Would the nether remain in effect? For, again, Ruben, Asr, Shimon. Now he goes ahead and sells it to Levi. Is Shimon still Asr when it's Berushas Levi or not? Okay, so it, seem, it would seem like it's a fair question. Now, I want to introduce at this point, because the Gemara is going to switch, and we have to just understand, there's a case, there's a Mishnah on Daf Memvav. And the Mishnah there says, it's a Mishnah, right? So again, we now have Rav and Shmuel weighing in, what's the point of our Mishnah? He answered, he answered his stuff before Shemitah. Shemitah comes, the Parasite Hefker, does their nether remain in effect? Now, we have a Mishnah that says, if somebody says to his friend, okay, my, that your house is usher on me. Okay, if he sells it to somebody else, it's going to be mutter. So it seems pretty clear that after it leaves his rishos, that's a mishnah, right? And we're not going to even bring that mishnah in. We'll actually bring it in later. But at this point, we're not even bringing it in. We're now saying that there's a freestanding machoikis uh, Rav and Shmuel versus Rav Yechon and Rav Shlakish about this point. So we have to understand, or he says, right? or the Shimon says to Ruben, this, this house I'm standing in, I'm not going to walk in again. Okay? So then, then it does remain Aser. So we see in that Mishnah that there's a difference in Lashon. We see that's point number one. But also, what is the machlekes over here in our Mishnah that we're saying is now a machlekes between Amoy Raim if the Mishnah already addresses this? It's quite simple. And the truth is, where the sugi is going to end up, we're going to end up at the exact same place. It's a question of Lashon. What did you say? So let's talk about the Lashon. And the Ran goes into this here as far as just understanding the Lashon. But really, the Gemara at this point is being machalik between who made the neder. So let's talk about mm-hmm. that Mishnah. Because that Mishnah is a clear Mishnah. Amdaf Memvav, seems to be like the case is the same, except there's some details that will change in the Havamina, change the case in Gansan. Meaning, the way we explain our Mishnah, Ruvain asserts Shimon to have any Hanna from his things. 
Now we want to know, does that nether remain in effect on Shimon when Reuben answers these things on Shimon? Does it remain in effect after, after they're no longer in, Shimon, in, in Reuben's possession? The Hainu Shemitah comes along and they're, and they're Hefker. Over there, it was the Mudar. Shimon was the one saying to Reuben, he got upset. He got upset at Reuben and said, your stuff, never going to have any handout from your stuff. Now, that means, let's go into the psychology of the person making the nether, because that matters. The Mudar made the nether. He said, your stuff. Meaning he was angry at Reuven. So he said, I'm never going to have enough from your stuff. Which means, if he said, Nechasai Alecha, it's because it's yours. I'm angry at you. So then as soon as it leaves Reuven's Rishos, the, the Isser should go off. Because Shimon's issue was with Reuven. Now, what would compel the Mudar, Shimon, to say, He had some sort of issue, right? He stubbed his toe on the way out of the house. He said, this house, I'm never going to have enough from again. Again, angry people make Nidarim. People, when they got angry, made Nidarim, okay? So he stubs his foot on the way out of the house, and he goes, oh, never going to have enough from this house. He's upset at the house. So therefore, it's not dependent on ownership. So the answer to the question should be, it's a question of Lashon. If he said, if he said, again, when the, and it's clear, that's a Mishnah. When the mother says it, because we know what the guy's thinking at the time, we know what the guy's thinking, right? We know that if he said bias, if he said bias said it's because he stubbed his toe, he's upset at the house, and he wants, he doesn't ever, he wants, never wants to have enough from the house. And if he said nechasai, he says to Ruvain, he's upset at Ruvain. So therefore, it's a question of bias. So that's, that's that Mishnah. Now, let's come to our Mishnah. When the Madir does it, now we're going to entertain. So when the Mudir does it, there's a, a fundamental component. I have the ability to create Isser, right? What's, what does that mean? What's the Chiddush of the concept of a mother, meaning Shimon answering something? I can create Isser on something that's not mine. We brought this, we discussed this idea all the time. It's a question of, he's adding Isser. We talked about this in Yovanus. We talked about this in Ksuvus. We talked about it here, right? It's ability in regards to an Isha, right? So it's normally, right, a person, what's the difference between Nidarim and Hektish, right? Hektish has to be Berushusai. I can't create, I can't make something of yours, Hektish. So Nidarim, what's unique about Nidarim is that the mother can say, meaning the Shimon in our case, can say that I'm creating Isser on something that isn't mine. So since you have the ability, Bailus doesn't matter anymore. So therefore, of course, in that situation, when he says, Bias Zeh, ah, Shimon says, I'm never going to have enough from this house. He stubbed his toe on the way out. I'm never going to have enough from this house again. He can create Isser irrespective of if the house belongs to Ruvain, if it belongs to Levi, it belongs to Yehuda, it doesn't matter who it belongs to. He created Isser on the house. So when the mudar is the one making, making the iser, so therefore we understand that it's not totally in Bible. So the question is, now let's come to our case. When the madir creates it, when he creates the iser, how is he creating the iser on Shimon? He's only creating the iser because he owns it. Meaning, I can't, Ruvain can't make something of Shimon's iser on him or something of Levi's iser on Shimon. He can only make, so it's the Bible's component. So now we're trying to be machalic. Now we can understand their soya. Okay, so when the Madir goes ahead and says it, does he have the ability, meaning because his nether comes, mikoyach, his bailos, I'm answering my things on you, it's my bailos, so maybe when the bailos goes away, I understand by the mudar, that's the difference. It's not just a Mishnah, it's a different case in the Havamina. I said in the Maskana, we're going to end up at the exact same place and say, that's where it is. But in the Havamina, the Gemara is going through a progression trying to understand, trying to understand when I went ahead and answered it, when I went ahead and answered it, I'm creating Isser, I'm saying this, this house, 
Okay, my things are going to be usher on Shimon. Maybe it should only be limited to my ownership. And therefore, when it goes out of my rishos, it's done. Okay, so <clears throat> the Gemara is going to say, Again, so let's just read that. Go back a few lines. When I, the, when I, the Madir, Ruvain in our case, I'm creating the Isra on Shimon, well, it'll continue even after I no longer own it. So now the Gemara says, well, one second. How could you possibly have that Havamina? You want to say that when I create Isra, meaning I, Ruvain, Asr, Shimon's things, how could you possibly say that the Isra that I create wouldn't be able to supersede or go past my ownership, meaning even when it's out of my rishos. If so, imkain, nif the imkain niflagi, because if that's true, niflagi binachasim elu the kolshakain binachasai. So again, let's talk about lashon. And at this point, let's talk about lashon, right? So we said we were clear that if I said nechasai, that would mean because it's mine. And if I said nechasim elu, I'm, I'm telling Ruben would be saying to Shimon, you are usher to have Hana on these things. They happen to be mine. That's how I'm able to usher them on you. But it's on these things. So if the whole machlik is here, now the, the Gemara's understanding, like I said, the Bach, where we changed it, the understanding was in the beginning that they're having a straight up machlikis when you said, nechasai alecha. My nechasim are usher on you. It's, about, it's all about my bias, my bias. So therefore, the Gemara is asking, if that's the understanding of what the Machlechus was, the Gemara is saying, well, one second. If the Machlechus is truly whether the Madir has the ability to create Isser, even, and that Isser should remain in effect even after he no longer owns it, and, and that's the concept we're arguing on, irrespective of the Lashon, of what you actually said, it's this idea. Can I, the Madir, say that it's going to be Isser even after I no longer own it? So then it, the Lashon makes no difference. And if you're going to say that it's a machlekes in concept, not in Lashon, again, in Lamaskana, we already know, we already learned the Mishnah, we already know, and we know in Lamaskana, keep on calling you in. It's going to be the question of Lashon. But at this point, the Gemara is thinking, it's ability. Can I, the Madir, create Isser even after I no longer own it? So if that is the concept I'm trying to argue on here, then I would have brought the machlekes by a Lashon of Nechasim Elu. Even... When the Madir, Ruvain, said, these things are Aser, I didn't say my things, I said these things, they happen to belong to me. And we're having a Machlechus, whether, conceptually, whether I can have Iser even supersede, it would be a much stronger Machlechus if I said it on Nechasim Elu, these things are Aser. Because I didn't, even, it was, I didn't even make it about me, and now we have this question. And then for sure, if I have the ability by Nechasim Elu to say that the Iser the Isser should go away, then for sure by Nechasai Alecha, where I made it dependent on my ownership, the, is, the Isser would go away, then, right? So it's a stronger Machlechus on Nechasim Elu. But doesn't it make a difference anyway? Let's say, let's say I didn't own it. Now I'll just go to someone and say, hey, uh, this, is, this is Usser to you. I have to own it first, and then after it leaves ownership, then I could say it's Usser to you. Then it's, it's right. what he means. But normally I can't do that, right? Normally I can't just, if I don't own something and you don't own something, I just say that chair is Usser to you. Correct, that you can too. That so you can. This is a specific so again, where it supersedes. Nechasim Elu, it's like this. I'm, try to, I'm trying to put this a little more succinctly, okay? 
if the point here is about me being able to create Isser that remains in effect even after I no longer own it, that point is much stronger. It's made much stronger if I'm able to say, Nechasim Elu, even after the Rishos. So have the Machlekes there. And then we'll know, Kal V'chaymer, Kol Shekein, B'Nechasai, then I'll for sure know that when it comes to Nechasai, that the Isser will go away after I no longer own it. So if I wanted to say that that was the difference, can the is, does the Isser go away after I no longer own it? That's the Machlekes between the two of them. I should have said that Machlekes by Nechasim Elu. And since... At least clearly, like I said, the Bach changed it at the beginning that Rav Shmuel said, Nechasai Alecha, but clearly, okay, uh, and, but maybe it could be Nechasim, it could be Nechasim Elu, but clearly when we, when we speak about the sheet of Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shakesh, as the Gemara brought them, they definitely said Nechasai Alecha. So they're definitely arguing on Nechasai. Okay, and if so, why argue on Nechasai? Nechasim Elu. That's Kasha number one. Visu, again, if the Machlaikis between <coughs> Rav and Shmuel versus Rabbi Yechanan and Reish Lakish is exclusively about do, does the Madir, Ruvain, in this, in, this, in this example, have the ability to create Isser, that something should be Asr on Shimon, even after he no longer owns it, Visu, another Kasha, we have a Mishnah that says, we see clearly, it's a Mishnah, that a person can Asr, again, why aren't we bringing our Mishnah later? Because our Mishnah later is not talking about Ruvain making the nether, it's Shimon creating this on itself, and we went into the psychology there. So again, now, where do we see this? That clearly it's a Mishnah, why would this be subject to a Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel versus Rav Yechon and Shlakish, person says, to his son, Koinim Sha'ata Neneli. Person says to his son, You are not allowed to have enough from me. Mace, you're Okay, that he would, his son would Yarshin him. Yeah, Yerusha is different. And we're going to, I was going to mention it in the next case, we're going to have in like six lines. But the point here is less about Yerusha. The Ron says it's more about can, can, the, can the kid have enough from it afterwards. Okay, so again, that's the question. Yes, of course, he's going to be Yerush it. He's going to Yerush the goof of it, at least according to the way the Ram learns this. The question is, can the son have enough from it? So, meis yurashenu. If the father says explicitly that I want my nether to remain in effect, so then, in meis, lo yurashenu. Now, of course, like we said, he's Yerush it. He just, it's, the nether remains in effect and he can't use it. He's also to have enough from it. Okay, so we see clearly that a person can create Isser, I can make something Usser on somebody else. Here, the father is making it Usser on his son, even after it's out of his Rishos, by saying, And so too, in our case, Reuven should be able to say that his fruits will be Usser to Shimon, even after, even if Shemitah comes afterwards and they're no longer in Reuven's Rishos, he should be able to create Isser. They should be Usser on Shimon. Okay, so how could that, and that's a Mishnah. So how could that be subject to a machlekes, Rav Shmuel versus Rav Yechon and It's not a machlekes; it's straight up a mishnah. So the Gemara says Shani Hacha. Well, the second answer I can, the second question I can answer Shani Hacha the Kamer Okay, he clearly said You know why? Fine. So now we're conceding one point that if Ruvain says that I want the nether to remain in effect after I'm gone. So he has that ability. Since I buy this on the object right now, I can say that I want it to, it's like when it gets sold, maybe it gets sold like with a tanai attached to it, right? It's not part and parcel of the item. And when it gets sold along, it gets sold along with this isser that's on shipment because I explicitly 
said that that's what I wanted to happen. Okay? However, we still have our first kasha. Right? What was our first kasha? Our first kasha was, if it's truly a question, can, does Ruvain have the ability, the koyach, to answer something even after he no longer owns it? Then the whole machlekes, Rav and Shmuel versus Rav Yechon Mishaka, should be by nechasim elu, and not by nechasai. I'm not making it about me. I want to know, does he have the ability to create Isra after he no longer owns it? So now, <coughs> so the Gemara says, Ella, so we're now going to concede one point. Ella ben nechasim elu, kuliamalei pligi. You're right. If he says nechasim elu, so there's no question that he can create Isser even afterwards. Nechasim elu. Ki pligi ben nechasai. The whole machlekes is only when he said nechasai. So nechasim elu, it's like he sold, it's, it's built in, it's along with it. Now what's interesting, I just want to make a point over here. The Mishnah later, when the Mudar said it, said nechasim elu, right? Nechasim elu. So we said the Isser, right? He stubs his toe in the house. He said, I'm never going to have enough from this house ever again. So that remains in effect even after the Ruvain should sell it, right? He sells it to Levi, it remains in effect, it's an Isser on the house. So that, and that's what we're conceding at this point. Okay, what's interesting is, we just said in the second kasha that we asked, we said that the only reason, it seemed like, the only reason it works in that mission is because you said Bechayev Uva Maisai, right? That's what we said. So if so, now it should turn out that the only way to make the Isser stay after you own it, there's no question that you can make the Isser stay after you own it. But the only way should be if you said, after I own it, right? So actually, the rush learns the Mishnah later that way, and he fundamentally changes it. When you get to the Torah, you're going to have issues. But the rush learns it that way, and therefore he says that any, the case later, now we've now changed the Mishnah above, Mikayach, the question and answer we had here, that it's only if you expressed it. The Ran says that, no, we're falling off of that. When we say, so the, the Ran argues on the rush, that now, automatically, you don't need to express we're falling off of that. It was an answer for one of our two questions when we had the question. But because our first question, and we now have to fall off of that, and we have to concede that includes, even in in, when you say the fact that Ruvain owns an object, he can say he can say this object is usher on Shimon. Built into that is even if Ruvain should sell it or he should die and it goes to somebody else, that the issue remains in effect on Shimon. So that's clear. If he said nechasim elu, okay, keep even nechasai. When he says my nechasim, ravishmol savri loishon nechasim elu loishon nechasai, it makes no difference. Adam iser yechnem shakish savri nechasim. Elu Adam Iser, Nechasai Ein Adam Iser. Okay, so now at this point, the Gemara is conceding what's the Machlaikis? There is a Machlaikis Rav and Shmuel, we're still saying, versus Rav Yechon and Rishlakish. What's the Machlaikis? If you said Nechasai, right? If Ruvain said my stuff, now the question is, it's on the my, the my stuff. Since it was dependent on his ownership, does that Iser remain in effect? even after it's no longer in Ruvain's Rishos. The Hainu, in our case, now Shemitah comes along, the Peiris no longer belong to Ruvain because they're Hefker. Now, therefore, therefore that's a would, would the Isra remain in effect on Shemitah? Really, really, is there a Mandamar that holds that there's no difference between Nechasim Elu and Nechasai? Now we're going to bring in our Mishnah. Meaning, I just, I wanna, we're now we're going to bring in the Mishnah from later, on the Mudar. Right now, we can discuss what the purpose of the neder was when he said Beischa, sorry, bias Zeh, 
When he said nechasim elu, right? Was it a purpose on him or on these things? When he said nechasai or beischa, either way, he made it all about you, right? So if Shimon says it, I am not going to have enough from your house, Reuven. So it's about Reuven, okay? And if Reuven says same thing, right? Nechasai, your usher, you Shimon usher have enough from my nechasim. He made it about him. So we're trying to say that there's a shita that holds that nechasai is like nechasim elu, and it would even be after he no longer owns it. If a person says to his friend, again, over here we know that it's the mudar talking, Shimon is the one talking, but still, I will not go into your house or into your field. <laughs> okay, it is going to be mutter. So if he said, again, if Shimon says, your house, your field, then it's going to be mutter after Reuven no longer owns it. So then it's going to be usher. Okay, because again, like we explained, the mudar is clearly, is clearly saying, this house stubbed my toe on the way out. I don't want to have any enough from it. It doesn't, it's irrespective of ownership. The mudra has the ability, no question about it, to create iser. That wasn't even up for debate, no matter, irrespective of ownership. Because we can see that he can ask for somebody else's things, Reuven, on himself. Okay? So now the, the question is, the point is, that really the cases are aligned when we talk about, when we talk about Beischa, Sadcha, like Nechasai, that's just a question of perspective. But we're making it all about ownership. And yet, what did we say in the Mishnah? Clearly, that if he said, Beischa, yours is Aser. Yours is Aser. And then Ruvain dies. Then, since he used that Lashon, then the Iser goes away. And the Iser does not remain in effect. Okay, so therefore, there is no Havamina, that's a Mishnah. And that's really no, fundamentally no difference. We don't care at that point whether it's the Mudar making it or the Madir, whether it's Shimon making the nether or Reuben making the nether, because it's all about who owns it. And we see that if the nether was made in an oifit, in a lashon, using a lashon of all about who owns it, when that person no longer owns it, then the Yisr has to go away. Period. That's for permission. Nothing to talk about. Ella turns out that there is no machlekes over here. Okay? Ella, ki amri revyechen amri shlakish, b'nechasai. Revyechen amri shlakish said, b'nechasai. All about ownership. And we end up exactly, like I told you we would, whether the Mudar makes the nether, whether the Madir makes the nether, whether Shimon makes the nether, or Ruben makes the nether, it's all about what Lashon you used. If you said Nechasim Elu, it's about the possessions, you have the Kayach in your Bailos to create Isra even after you no longer own them. It's not, only, it's, not ex- limitedly ex- it's not exclusively limited to your ownership. The nether is, is greater than your ownership. However, however, when you say when you say it's all about because it's mine, so then it would. Now it turns out. So again, let's just go back. So what's the case of our Mishnah? Okay, he's not allowed to eat even during Shvius. He's not allowed to eat from the fruits even during Shvius. That's the way we understand the Rasha. Why? You have to say our Rasha is a case of he said nechasim elu. So therefore, that's the case. Now, Uva Shvius, even in the case of Nechasim Elu, if, if Ruin made the neder 
during Shemitah, the fruits weren't his. So then, of course, the nether's not going to be chal on the fruits. And that's the way we understand the Mishnah. Now, frech the Gemara, ein sadehu. So again, if he made the nether during Shemitah, so the question is, I, again, Ruvain makes a nether saying, Nechasim Elu, on Shimon, that my, you can't have enough from any of my things. The nether is in Chal, during, it's during Shemitah, and the nether's not going to be Chal in the Paris because Ruvain doesn't own the Paris. Well, guess what? Aranami Afkara, the land is also Hefker. Why? Because the rule is that during Shemitah, Kalaymer Lakitas HaPeris. Now, we don't really mean the land isn't really Hefker, but any, the payers are Hefker. And therefore, you have to allow other people access to get the fruits. So the land needed to get the fruits should also be Mutter. Why did we say that Ara is going to be Usr? It's only the fruits <coughs> that Shimon's allowed to have, but he's not allowed to walk onto his land. So Amar Ula, Ula says that we're talking about the, this guy, Ruvain, had fruits. They were on the, um, they were on the, you could access the trees, the fruits, and pick them from the road. So since you don't need to go into Ruvain's land to get them, therefore, we only were after it in regards to if you need to go into his land to get the fruits, that's where we were after the Ara during Shemitah. But if not, not. Okay. And... <clears throat> So it's interesting, <laughs> there's, there's a machlekes, Minchas Chenach asked during Shemitah, it's a famous clear of the Minchas Chenach, so when, when Shemitah comes, do the, does it automatically, do the payers automatically turn hefker, or is there a mitzvah daraisa on the person to be mafker then? Kama kama nafkaminos, right, would be, again, what happens in this case, if he wasn't mafker then, would they remain azar? Okay, other nafkaminos is in regards to nashim, let's say it was a field owned by women, Shazman Grama. Um, there, and then there's a, there's another, there's a, uh, there's another, and then there's a, there's a, a, a real famous Mach like this, in the Mabit, in regards to whether or not if the land is owned by the Goyim, again, will there, will there, will there remain, will the Paris uh, be Hefker or not? Nafkamina, Ladechaiv, and Meiser. If they're Hefker automatically, then Paris Shvias are Pater from Meiser, so then it's automatic. But if, if, if it needs somebody to be Mafker, then the guy's not going to be Mafker his land. So then you would still have to, it would still be a chiv. Okay, so there is a girsa here that they used to bring a raya where it says, it says, you see, when we ask the question, so there's a girsa that says, that the Torah was mafkarit. And they, they bring a raya from there that it is automatic. But al um, like we said, that's answer number one. So the question is, however, however it happened, based on the clever, however it happened, the land is, is the, the, the fruits are hefker, the land is not hefker. So why, what was the Gemara's kasha? Why is he not able, oh, why is he able to go, on the, to, to go on the land if the land, sorry, the land is hefker in order to get the fruits? So Ula said, because we're talking about a case where the fruits are accessible without going into the guy's land. Second, Okay, that he says that really, really, you're right. You should be able to go into his land. Again, he says, no, we're talking about where he needs to go into his land to get the fruits. And even in the middle of the field, yet still is a gazera that you can't go. 
So the fruits are after, but you can't go. Why? It's Xera, says the Mishnah, because he might stay too long. Now, stay too long, the question is, what, what does he have the rights to do? There's actually a machlikis rishonim here. The rush says he might stay longer than it takes to pick them. Taisa says he might stay longer than it takes to eat them. The question is when we more mafker goes into when we mafker the land to access the fruits. Was it just to access them to, to pick them or to eat them? But either way, okay. So Ula is saying that no, if that 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 if there is no other way, you would taka be able to go into land. The Mishnah is talking about a very limited case. When we said that if he made the nether during Shemitah, that it's usher to go into his fields, we're talking about a case. You know why it's usher to go to his fields? Because in this specific case, you were able to pick the fruits without going into his fields. But Rav Shimon Bel Yakim now is a far more reaching Zerah. He's saying, yes, theoretically, you can go in, but we made a Zerah, Shem Yisha, because we only made the land, this guy's land, Hefker, to access the fruits. Now, whether it's just access to pick or access to actually sit there and eat, but the point is to access the fruits. And therefore, we make a gzera saying you actually can't go into the land at all. So we take gzera, we're going to answer it, even though, din, we should matter, we should allow him to go in and get it. So again, we, I'm going to just very quickly summarize this. We went in with an understanding or with the, without the understanding, right, with the Havamina, we knew that there was another Mishnah and we brought in our Mishnah in regards to Shemitah when I, when Rubain Asers, when Rubain Asers something, uh, his, his mother Hana in Shimon, his mother Hana, right? He says that Shimon can't have any enough from him. So does the Isser made an effect even after, even after Shemitah comes in, meaning the, 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 the fruits would no longer, or the trees that produce the fruits would no longer uh, are, are Hefker. And therefore it's not, it's not in Shimon's, it's not in Ruvain's possession. Would that Isser supersede Ruvain's ownership? Would it go past Ruvain's ownership? And we originally tried to make this a machlekes, a fundamental machlekes in ownership. Without, we had a mission in the background that we knew in the Havamina that when the Mudar did it. So we understand what the logic is. Of course, when the Mudar does it, it's based on his Lashon. Nechasai, right? If he said Beischa, he's angry at him and it would go away. And if he said Bayez Zu, I can create Isser that supersedes ownership. It doesn't really matter. Ownership doesn't matter because I'm creating the Isser on myself. I can create Isser on your thing, your thing, your thing. It doesn't matter whose possession it's in. Okay, but in regards to the Madir, maybe there's a fundamental Machlikas the Gemara entertain whether or not when Rumain owns something, he created Isser that's going to remain in effect even after he owns it. And we asked two kashas. We said, how could that be? Number one, if that's the case, then let the machlekes be by Nechassim Elu. Why are we only arguing by Nechassai? Why is it dependent? Why, why should we care the fact that it's in my possession? It's, do I have the kayach or not? Do I have the power to create Isser afterwards or not? And that would have been a much stronger, much more sensible machlekes to argue Nechassim Elu. And the second question, which we did answer, was we saw that after Misa there, we, we, we answered at least, again, whether it's a temporary, a placeholder answer or not is dependent on if you go like the Rosh or the Ran. But we answered that said that's because you specifically said in the Lushan that you won the Isser, the Nether to remain in effect after Misa. Okay, but we said al Kopanim that the Gemara had to say that really there is no Machlekes. Everybody would have to agree when it comes to Nechassim Elu. Okay, we tried to say again, keep it a machlekes, saying there's still a machlekes if you say nechasai, that it's not in the possessions, but it's in fact that Ruvain owns them. And we said can't be because we see from the Mishnah later where it really makes no difference if it's mudr or madir, that if you said beischa, sadcha, that as soon as Ruvain's gone or he sells it, the isra doesn't remain in effect. So too over here, if he said nechasai, shouldn't remain into effect. And we said, Ella, you know what? You're right. Really, it's not subject to a machlekes. 
Um, it, it, it's not the, it's not sort of talking against Rabbi Shmuel versus Rabbi Yechanan and Rishlakish, and really it's just a question. They were each highlighting the difference in lashonis. It's all about what lashon you used, which is what we ended up saying. Again, Lishna Mudr and Lishna Madr. We had some nice lumdas trying to understand why people make the Dharma, what should be Chalon, but it really makes no difference. That if, whether you, Ruvain, is Asering his things on Shimon or Shimon's creating Isser on Ruvain's things on himself, either way, the owner has the ability, it's based on what Lashon used. If you said it's on the Chayfetz, the object, then it's going to remain in effect even after whoever the owner is. And if you said it's based Cha, Okay, or nechasai, that it's all about who the owner is, then as soon as Ruvain no longer owns them, the Isser would go away. Whether he made the nether or whether Shimon made the nether. If he said sadcha or he said nechasai. And then we just tried to understand, again, so the way we understood our Mishnah was that our Mishnah, as he said, nechasim elu, Ruvain can create the Isser even on the, the that the parish should be Asr on Shimon, even <coughs> though during Shemitah, even during Shemitah, the, the, the Paris are Hefker, and because he said Nechasim Elu. However, if he made an ad there during Shemitah, so then that wouldn't take effect on the Paris because Ruvain does not own the Paris at that point. He can't create Isser on those. They're not his to create Isser on. Um, however, we said that the field would remain Usser. We said, why? It, the field should be, it should, should be mutter. He should, Shimon should be mutter to go in the field to access the fruits that he now can that, are, that he has rights to, that he can go ahead and they're hefker, so he can go and get them. And we said, Ula said, you're right, really, you could go into the field if it's necessary, but if it's not necessary, meaning the Hainuar, Mishnah was a case where the fruits were hanging off the side of the road, so he could pick them from there, as opposed to, we had a fundamental, Rabbi Shimon al-Yakim says that, no, it's a gzera shem ba'mida, that even though you write, you have rights theoretically to go into the field, still we made a gzera that you should not go into his field to get the fruits.